Welcome to the Filipino American Woman Project, also known as Tifa Project for short, a podcast show that features stories and life lessons told by American women of Filipino descent. We're your co-hosts, Jen Amos. And I'm Nani Dominguez. And thank you for joining us. If today's conversation resonates with you, text us and let us know at 415-484-8329. And if you want to show us some love, buy us boba at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jen and Nani. It says coffee, but we love boba. Again, that's www.buymeacoffee.com slash Jen and Nani. Awesome. With that said, thank you all for your love and support. Now let's get into the show. Hello, hello, everybody, and surprise, because we are thankful for you, the listener, we decided to release a bonus episode on this holiday weekend. So happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Really excited to dive into what we've been up to lately, and more importantly, where are we headed as a show moving forward, and how you can still be involved with us in the off-season. And so without further ado, Please enjoy today's conversation with Nani and her best friend, Caitlin Demacion. And please join me after the recording. I'll be wrapping up with some announcements on where you can go from here, especially if you want to stay in touch with us in the off season. So without further ado, happy Thanksgiving. We love you all. We appreciate you all. And we hope that you enjoy today's bonus episode. And surprise, we are releasing a bonus episode for the month of November here at the Tifa Project. I am your creator and co-host, Jen Amos. And as always, I have my co-host with me, Nani Dominguez. Nani, welcome back. (laughs) Hello, hello, everyone. We've missed you so dearly. Yeah, actually, I was looking at the downloads of our last episode back in episode 130, and Mm -hmm. the downloads are a little little bit higher than the previous ones. I think it's because Mm. people realize that, like, oh my gosh, this is the last episode. Like, I have to listen to it. Yeah, I think if you don't listen, you probably, the way that we marketed it, it might come off like we're never coming back. But like, (laughs) surprise, here we are. (laughs) Yeah, surprise. (laughs) Yeah, what we meant to say, because actually, Nani, we did get a comment on that. I had a new listener recently message and she said, oh my gosh, I'm so bummed that I missed you guys. You know, like you guys are already done recording. You guys are over. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. We're just off season. Like, (laughs) like, we'll be back. Like, this is not. Yeah, we're coming back. So I just want to clarify with everyone, hence why we're doing this bonus episode. First and foremost, to say hello. And one thing real quick, I have to make a sound. I have to open up something. So everyone listen very closely. (laughs) There's your ASMR for the day. (laughs) Yes. And so Nani and I are drinking on this episode. And so Nani, and we'll introduce our special. And Spoopy is drinking, just not anything alcoholic. (laughs) Which is okay, because we're going to catch up after this. She and I are going to get some drinks and some food, so we'll drink lots. Cool, cool, cool. All right, well, cheers. 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 Awesome. Okay. 
Okay, so y'all are in for a treat if this conversation goes for a while. And since you guys are leaving or have some plans after, I'll be sure to be mindful of our time. But uh, <laughs> of course, we, as you already heard uh, right there with Nani, we have a special guest for this bonus episode. So Nani, real quickly, do you want to introduce your best friend back on the show? Yes, my best friend is back again. I'm sure you all are so excited. Caitlin Demacian, a.k.a. Foofy Foofy, a.k.a. our history buff, writer, and screenwriting expose okay tbd lots tbd in the making with foofy going on oh my gosh. Here. but for now are some new things i'm hearing <laughs> i know i know there's so much to learn about her she's just like you know an oyster no no that's <laughs> the world is your oyster what's the word i'm looking for she's like a pearl you know what i'm trying to say versatile anyway. multifaceted all of that there's so much to learn about her and every time we talk to her it's going to be a different experience for you guys. So I'm sure that you are as excited as we are to have her back on the show today to yes. do what we said we were going to do and intro this new book club that we are starting over on Christmas with Jen and Nani. Mm-hmm. And I am so obviously happy to be back. I'm really, really, really excited about this book club that you guys have cooking up. As I think I may have revealed in the last episode, I'm obviously a huge nerd. I love reading. I love history. So like for us to be, you know, joining these things together, obviously, especially as it pertains to Filipino, Filipina history has been an amazing adventure for me. And to be able to do that with you, Jen, and then with my best friend, who is my best friend in real life. As you guys just heard, we are literally going to be meeting up after this. We live 10 minutes down the street. Yeah. (laughs) And so we will be doing more of this hopefully to come. Awesome. Well, Caitlin, it's great to have you as always. And as a reminder to our listeners, if you want to hear her being on our show in the past. So she actually was with us back in episode 89. This episode was titled, My Politics Are Informed First and Foremost by My Identity as a Filipino-American Woman. That was an amazing conversation, Caitlin. And another time too, which actually both of the other episodes I'm going to mention here have been archived or are only exclusively available on our private podcast show, Chismas with Jen and Nani on biasboba.com. She was in episode one of of Chismas with Jen and Nani. Oh my God. It's already happening, y'all. <laughs> I told you I'm a lightweight. I told you I'm a lightweight. It's awful. I'm You're taking keep... one sip. <laughs> you don't know how big that sip was. <laughs> I told you I was eating super clean today. And I think that's why. Like, I had no carbs today. And now I'm it's like, okay. Sort of Look, how long it, so. has it been since we have released a, like, alcoholic recording? Yeah, I think the first time we did it, we recorded for legit like four hours. And I don't know what what of that four hours we actually published, but I'm sure it was entertaining nonetheless. No, we we didn't actually. I know exactly what you were talking about. It was the IG live. Oh, yeah. um, It was so hilarious. We didn't post it because Dennis (laughs) spent like an entire week editing it. And I wanted to spare him. He was like, I just can't. I just can't. (laughs) It It was pretty bad. And then we lost internet. Do you remember? <laughs> like we lost I didn't internet. remember that. And yeah, then we had vaguely. to move. Yeah, we had to move to like uberconference.com and like, you know, meet people. Oh yeah. But um yeah, that anyway. was pretty funny. Yeah, so I'm going to get back in. Also, Caitlin was with us, which is now episode one in Chismas with Jen and Nani, which was the anti-Asian hate roundtable discussion with Tifa Project and Friends. And she actually is part of the reason why we decided to start our book club. Um, you can listen to our first book review, episode 15, again on Chismas with Jen and Nani when you become a member on biasglobal.com. This was titled, 
the Panois have only one objective, to marry someone with economic security, discussing America's in the heart by Carlos Bolosan with Caitlin Damasion. And so, Caitlin, this is your fourth time <laughs> being on our show. And obviously, this is not going to be the last because we are now going to be doing this book club with you. So any initial thoughts about that? Um, just more of the same. I'm super excited to be doing this. Something that I think, Jen, you might be the most familiar, at least so far, with the readings that we've done, because I think you've probably touched on them in the past. But for me, this is the first time I've read the last book we read, America's in the Heart. This is the first time I read or I started to read the book that we're going to read and discuss in this um, conversation. So it's just really exciting to be able to be introduced to these books that are so pertinent to our culture and to be able to discuss them with someone else. You know, a lot of times you read something and it can be a very solitary act reading. You're just like sitting there with your book by yourself and your thoughts. But for me to have a book club and to have community to be able to, you know, process these just makes the experience that much richer, which was definitely how I felt about America's in the Heart. And I think we've already been texting about this book, so I know that we're already kind of feeling that way. So yeah, I'm just excited to dive in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, Nani, you know that we both wouldn't have done this if it wasn't for Caitlin. So any thoughts? Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that we, Jen and I, are just really grateful to have you as a part of this process to really kind of like <laughs> carry it, uh, not so much like carry the weight of like actually executing the book club, but kind of hold us accountable because otherwise Jen and I would not stick with something like this. And the conversation, I think for both of us is just, Jen and I, we like to do things family style, you know what I mean? So, and especially on Chismas with Jen and Nani, our new platform, um, exclusive podcast platform is all about bringing on past guests and kind of expanding our narrative to open up to not just stories and life lessons of Filipino women, but like other types of conversations too that make up our culture and identify like who we are today, who the Panay is today. And so we're just really grateful to have you here to share your perspective on these books that you know, would have otherwise been, like you said, reading in solitude is a completely different experience than reading in a book club form or a group format. So I think that this is just a really good group of people. And I hope if you're out there listening and this conversation excites you that you decide to join us after we go over the book that we're going to be reviewing next today, which I think we've all started. We haven't finished the first part of what we are going to review, but we've all got our toes wet, like maybe one or two chapters in. I don't know how far you guys are, but we can get into that shortly. I, for one, am still finishing chapter one. So <laughs> I'm going to pull my new mom card over here and just say that <laughs> it's been difficult for me to sit down and dedicate more than like 10 minutes at a time to reading. But with that said, I think it's a great like next cadence from the book that we read the first time, which is America's in the Heart by Carlos Bulosan. And this one, I mean, I'll let you intro the book and everything, Jen, but I think this is a great like next step from that book. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm very much excited to get into what the next book is going to be. But real quickly, I want to let people know that if you wanna be part of this book club, all you have to do is buy us a minimum of one cup of boba at buyusboba.com and you're in. <laughs> That's pretty much it. And here's the best part of it too. You don't have to read the book. This is actually more of an excuse. I mean, yes, Caitlin, Nani, and I will read the book, but this is more of an <laughs> We're excuse. We're doing the heavy lifting for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this is more about us coming together 
anyone that just wants to hang out with us in the off season, because, you know, we're going to kind of call it cocktail hour. I don't know. Like it might just be a fun get together and a really fun book review, but also just, I don't know. We'll see what comes of it depending on how much alcoholic beverage <laughs> are at these conversations. Yeah, if you guys were with us on IG live at the start, at the very start of the pandemic, you may or may not have remembered the first like alcoholic <laughs> session that we did that yeah. ended up being really, really fun. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good number of people join and probably witness Jen and Nani, like you've never seen them before. <laughs> and, you know, then that was put on hold because someone got pregnant and had a baby. <laughs> and, and now that's not the case anymore. I mean, I have the baby still, but I'm not pregnant. So here I am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Party yes. is back on. Yeah. So just because we're off season doesn't mean that we're entirely on break. If anything, this is a time to celebrate and party and, you know, just virtually, figuratively speaking, break bread with one another and really just take a more casual approach to our show. And that's what we're doing at biasboba.com and our private podcast show, Chismas with Jen and Nani. So as a reminder, if you want to be a part of our book club, our quote unquote book club, really an excuse to drink with us. If you do that, it's okay if you don't drink though, like, like Caitlin, she's not drinking with us right now. And also if you're not of age, like, yeah, (laughs) we're not, yeah. We don't condone that. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We've definitely had college students on our show. So yes, we do not condone that. Anyway, yes, like I said, all you have to do is visit us at biasboba.com and buy us at least one cup of boba. There's two ways of supporting us on biasboba.com. The easiest way is to buy us a cup of boba, which is sort of like tipping us in a sense for doing a quote unquote performance via podcast. Also, if you want to have a long-term relationship with us, you can actually become a member. And this is a monthly or annual commitment to, you know, actually, you know, really support our show. And when you do become a member, you actually get access to our private podcast show, Just Miss with Jen and Nani. Actually, Nani, we got a new Bias Boba member. So I want to go ahead and give this person a shout out. They actually want to be anonymous, but I'm going to go ahead and read their comment. So to someone, which is funny because on biasbo.com, it just says someone. It doesn't even say anonymous, just (laughs) someone. So someone said, (laughs) started binging your podcast from episode one. I love it whenever people listen to our show because they like everyone who's told me they listen to the show, they find the show. They start in chronological order. They start at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. I almost feel like Nani, you and I have to like re-record the first episode (laughs) because, because that episode was like, literally over two, like over two years ago. And it was really just me recording. And if people listen to that first episode, I'm like, oh my gosh, we should probably like re-record that. Just like we did with episode 99, which is a conversation for another time. But yeah, it's good. It's good to keep it. (laughs) It's a good way to probably keep it. But anyway, someone says just a couple weeks ago, she listened to episode one, skipped ahead to find her friend, Melody. Melody is actually a local friend of mine in Mm -hmm. shout out to Melody, Melody's episode and was devastated. So this is where we have to clarify. I was devastated to read that you're actually no longer running the podcast. So once again, we are on break and we will be back in 2022, starting up season four of the Tifa Project. When we start up again, we don't know, but just know that we will be returning in 2022. So anyway, someone says, so here I am subscribing to a podcast for the first time in my life because I never knew how much I needed to hear these stories until I was Mm. actually hearing them. Thank you a million times over. And yes, I'm going to keep working my way through every episode. I'm on episode 30 right now. Uh, Nani, any thoughts? Well, A, you subscribe to our membership after and binged 30 episodes essentially yeah. in the time that you decided to subscribe that's and like that, 30 hours 
it's 30 it's a lot of time spent which yeah. um, i get because when i find a podcast i like i do the same thing you know or a show or whatever so i get it so it means a lot to me that the media that we you know have put out is that significant to you a b it makes me want to like re-listen to those episodes myself because i feel like those first 30 or 50 or 60 episodes were really like when we were getting all these messages about how the stories that we were putting out were like changing people's lives. And, you know, it was just this like new conversation that's been introduced into our community that was so taboo before. And now it's like, we've normalized talking about these things so much after, you know, those 30 episodes or 50 or 60. So I would be curious to see like what your take is if you continue binging the show on like the second part of it you know there's three seasons up so like what is kind of the transformation that you've witnessed not just in the conversations that like Jen and I have had with our guests but just the general cultural narrative you know mm -hmm. and how it's shifted as we've normalized these topics that just don't get talked about we're like shunned basically from being talked about in our community yeah, absolutely. So to the someone, thank you for joining us in becoming a biasboba.com member. We're so happy to have you and we hope that you will join us for a quote unquote book club. <laughs> yes. You know, Caitlin, I want to ask you because I imagine that you may had obviously heard about the show through Nani, but I'm curious what your, your initial thoughts were in hearing that your best friend here was doing a podcast such as the Tifa Project. I remember first and foremost just being like, well, she was going through this whole like transformative period where she was getting really in touch with herself first and foremost. And, mm -hmm. you know, like we've discussed before, that really in a lot of ways for a lot of us, um, it starts with, you know, your ethnic and cultural background. Like if you're really getting back to basics, you know, who are you as a person, whether, you know, you start with your gender, your race, your age, you know, some super basic things. And as she's discussed, I've discussed, we're both mixed individuals. So we're both um, half Pinai, half something else. And so this was just, you know, I think an experience that was very much waiting to happen. And just to see the lengths and the extent that she went with it and just how purposeful and how intentional and just how deep it was for her. And then to see, you know, that it really sparked something in her. Like to see, I've always known that she's a creative person. She's a talented person, but she's very much worked in like kind of corporate spaces. She's always kind of really gone out of her way to help others. So to see her invest in herself, but in a way that was also, you know, sharing in community, giving back to her community, doing something like this that was so creative, so inspiring. I was like, oh my God, who are you? Like, <laughs> this is so amazing. And then, you know, just to be able to really like follow her lead on this because I'm also happy and I, and then to be able to, you know, not only have a reference that's out there and available, which I found out, you know, through her, Thank you so much, obviously, Jen, for creating this in the first place. But then to have her, you know, like, give me firsthand access to this and to even give me, you know, behind the scenes and, like, tell me about, you know, all these amazing guests that you guys are interviewing. From Stacy, you know, who was the person who introduced me to Dawn in her work, which we are going to be discussing. It's just like, oh, my God, like, this just, like, it's just fed her in so many ways. But even it's fed me just by, you know, sitting, you know, in the passenger seat and being able to see her, like, take off and you know kind of just like soak up whatever she whatever little crumbs she leaves behind but yeah it's been amazing and I know that even as a listener for the first I remember in the first couple of episodes and that first season that you guys are talking about it was very raw you know and I think that's how a lot of people start you guys were so 
just open with each other and open with us as your listeners that it, I think it really created a real strong sense of community as like, okay, hey, first and foremost, this is a safe place. This is an open place. And then when I came on my first episode with y'all, you know, something that we discussed up front was that we're all coming from a lot of different backgrounds. We all have, you know, this Panay space in common, but we all have our different backgrounds, but everything is open mm -hmm. and up for discussion here in a respectful way, in a positive way, in a thought provoking way. It's really cool to see your transformation, but at the same time to see, you know, your core values and just how much they've grown and they've strengthened. So round of applause for you guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well thank, thank, you. thank you, Caitlin, so much for saying all that. It's interesting because I have been having some, you know, holidays is the time I usually have seasonal depression. So I've, I've been really mindful of, you know, where I'm at and how I'm feeling and thank goodness. Okay, so if anyone like has followed our show in chronological order, y'all know that I don't like meditating, but I want to give y'all a quick update. I actually got into meditating and it's been great. I recommend guided mm -hmm. meditations for anyone who hates meditating like me and start at like five to 10 minute guided meditations. But anyway, all that being said, I, where was I going with that? Oh my God, this cocktail, 10% alcohol. <laughs> it's not that bad, <laughs> but no, I appreciate you saying that because in the recent days, you know, especially being off season right now, being on break. This is something that Nani and I had shared in episode 130 is that at least for me, I had this fear of being forgotten. It's like, oh, if I stop producing, will I no longer matter? Will I no longer feel like I'm contributing? And because we're not in the thick of it, because we don't always get emails every day, although when we do, we get novels, you know, like, you know, but for the days where it doesn't seem like we hear from anyone, it's very easy to think like, okay, that's it. I guess I'm done now. I, I guess everyone's like moved on with their life. But I really do take for granted just such a beautiful space we have here on the show to like use everything that you said to open up so candidly and create the safe space with each other. Because I know we all can collectively say that that's not always in the case in our circles, in our own community sometimes. There very much is still a lot of cattiness and crab mentality, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so I often take that for granted. And it's like, even if I don't have anyone engaging with me, I have to remember that there are people literally like when I go in the dashboard and I see the downloads, like there are new downloads every single day. It's like, oh, people are still listening to us. Like our stories still very much matter. People still when care. <laughs> <laughs> off season. So before I start babbling because, <laughs> oh my God, this cocktail, Nani, any, any thoughts, anything that Caitlin shared, was that new information to you? No, I mean, I just, I love her takeaway on everything, which is why I'm grateful that she's, you know, my best friend and been by my side since we were like 16 or however old. Um, <laughs> she's correcting huh? you. She said 14. 14. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 14, like freshman year for sure. So <laughs> Like I would have, I think, looked at my life and the world around me so differently if I didn't have her, you know, like painting these like stories for me, like her storytelling skills are just like awesome, you guys, whether she's talking about something fictional or like in real life. But I think what was resonating with me when you were talking is like in the early episodes, I think when I first started the show and I sent you like the first episode I did and I was like, oh my God, I sound so retarded, like can you believe how nervous I sound? And you were just like, yeah, you sound nervous, but like, this is really important stuff that you're diving into here. Like, this is really like aligned with what you're going through right now. And like, this is where you need to be essentially. And I think that in those early episodes, like in season one, we 
we're, you know, Jen and I, like we were who we are, who we always are, who we still are showing up, like just vulnerably, like vulnerable as fuck, you know, like not giving a fuck, not trying to paint any pictures, just like really having these like raw conversations, like you were saying. And again, we've like normalized that after 130 episodes, like it's become so normal that I feel like it's just a given now in our community, at least like the day one listeners that have been here since episode six when I joined and you know people can hear that like shakiness in my voice versus the way I speak now which is like whatever (laughs) you know (laughs) but at the end of the day we're still not hiding anything about who we are we're still not hiding anything about like thoughts that we might feel shameful about we just we put it all on the table and that's what it is and that's what we you know hope to do for our community and I think that um we can give ourselves kind of a pat on the back for like achieving that really, because at least in the community, like the Tifa community of day one listeners, like that's a normal thing to do now where it wasn't before. Yeah, absolutely. I have a confession to make Nani because I'm already (laughs) like, I'm not halfway through my cocktail, but I'm like almost halfway. I remember in those early stages, I knew how nervous you were that I remember before I had Dennis, I would literally, like when I would edit, I would work on, for both of us really, cutting out all the ums and ahs. Like I used to literally yeah. do that for every single and one. And I think I, I was so anal. Like I used to ask, <laughs> oh my God, like I sound yeah. so retarded. Like I'm <laughs> running in circles, trying to get my thoughts together. Can you edit this out? And now I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I remember- If you care, you'll wait. <laughs> yeah, I remember that was really important to me because I wanted you to feel comfortable like hearing yeah. your voice. I, I know that when people do a podcast- um, or when they when they get interviewed, and they very often some people don't even listen to their episodes because they don't want to hear their voice. Like literally, my co-host on my other show, she's never listened to any of our episodes because she doesn't want to hear her <laughs> voice. Like no joke, yeah. you know. And I was like, hey, I get it. Like you were already part of the experience. You don't have to relive it. Like some people no, don't need to relive so it. It's so yeah. cringy. It's so cringy. Yeah, for sure. But no, thank you, thank you both. And I think. You know, that being said, it is a holiday weekend, Thanksgiving weekend. And so I think it's just a great opportunity to, you know, recognize how grateful we are to our listeners for having stuck with us for as long as you have, you know, 131 episodes now here on the Tifa Project. And we just want to remind you all that even though we're off season, the show's not over. You can join us on biasboba.com. And even if you buy just one cup of boba, you could be part of our quote unquote book club. Like we will be reading a book, but we also will be doing other things. <laughs> and so with that being said, really excited to talk about, actually, what we're going to do is we're going to give you a sneak preview about our discussion for this next book. But let me go ahead and get into the details of the book that we are reading next. So the title of the book for our book club, because at least Nani, Caitlin, and I will be reading. You don't have to, but we will be. The book is called Little Manila is in the Heart, Making of the Filipina Filipino American Community in Stockton, California. This book is written by Don Mabalan, and this book was published on June 17, 2013. So this was almost a decade ago, everyone. And so I'm really excited that this is going to be a continuation of the book we read, America is in the Heart. And so actually, fun fact, let me open up with this. Um, you know, fun fact, she wrote this book or the title of the book was actually inspired by America is in the Heart based on what I've been reading because 
one of her relatives, and Caitlin, if any of you guys remember, you can let me know. One of her relatives actually knew Carlos Bolosan, like actually knew who he was, the human being he was, you know, in the times that he was a writer. I think when she came to this realization, she saw it as a sense of responsibility to, you know, write the story of Filipinos in Stockton, California. And so Caitlin, I know that for some time, we've been really brainstorming on like, what's the next book to read. And for me, in my mind, I thought it made sense to do Little Manila is in the heart without even knowing the connection. So I'm curious if you have any opening thoughts about this book, Little Manila is in the heart. I think she was like yourself. And she actually read it. Well, like all of us, she read America's in the heart in college. And because she was taking a Filipino studies like um, minor, I think it wasn't available. So she was experiencing the same as us where it's like, okay, I want to learn more about my culture. I've never heard any, I made it all the way into college and I have yet to hear anything about the Filipino experience, Filipina, Filipino from Stockton, California. So as you can imagine, she's literally from one of um, like the biggest, uh, densest Filipino populations within the United States. They know nothing about the culture. And then she's like, she comes back and she's like talking to what she refers to as old timers. Mm-hmm. One of the old timers in her circle who she's like, hey, did you know like Carlos Bolosan used to like hang out here? Her grandpa's like, yeah, I used to feed him at my at my lunch counter. And then one of the old timers within her community is like, oh, yeah, I'm uh, Claro is named after me, like his uh, his character. Yeah. And so then she starts yeah, piecing together like, oh, my God, I'm literally living history. Yeah. And it's within my community. It's here in front of my face. And she <laughs> more just how entrenched the Filipino community is in the idea that we don't matter, that our histories don't matter, our culture doesn't matter. We're taught that by not seeing that anywhere, but then we then also kind of through osmosis come to believe that ourselves. And so I think she then went on a tangent where she was like, okay, absolutely not. I'm literally going to gather all these pieces. You know, I think something she mentions is before people like Clara, before people like her parents pass on, for all these living monuments in our culture pass on and are able to you know, give us this and provide us this history. She wanted to start recording everything, which is also kind of really poignant and comes full circle because Don has also passed and is no longer with us, which is something to note because I think, and a, and a side note, when we had been talking to Stacey Salinas, is that she had mentioned she had that Don had had such a difficult time to have these like very honest recordings and historical recordings take place. So that this was a huge, stressful project for her, but just to know that it was an amazing feat, an amazing accomplishment. You know, I've only read Introduction in Chapter One, and I'm already like taking feverish notes because I'm like, oh my goodness, like this is so likewise. You know, like yeah. when I grew up in Fairfield, I grew up over here in the Bay Area, obviously surrounded by the Filipino community, and just like not knowing other, like anything other than the fact that like, oh, you like spam? All of us have Orada, you know, fries in in our freezer. Like, oh wow, you know, like that's what we shared. Like. But yeah, it's really cool that a woman and I was able to accomplish this for us and for our community. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Don is also the best friend. If you guys listen to Ate Allison's episode, episode, I don't know, we'll find the number. But she was best friends with Dr. Don Mabalan. So she has many, many endorsements in our community of like people that we've interviewed and you know, friends of friends already. So if you're from the Bay, you probably know who Don Mabon is. And if not, then it's probably not as like hard hitting for you. But the story is important. And I think it also, I mean, personally speaking, because, you know, like for me and Fufi, at least we grew up in the Bay Area here. 
And so this is more of a specific history, whereas America's in the heart is a history of Filipino Americans that migrated, you know, across the Pacific Northwest overall. This is specifically, Little Manila is in the heart, is specifically about Stockton and the Bay Area. So I think that that's even more like such an interesting history to learn about. And the part where I'm at right now is just like probably halfway through chapter one, and she's just going over the American colonial project and essentially how the American education system was supposed to be the strongest way for them to colonize the Philippines and this idea of like the Thomasites. So like these at first white women that would come from America to teach in Filipino schools. And then eventually it would, you know, they would pass the baton to Filipinas and that would be kind of how they improved the social system in the Philippines for women because they were now able to be, you know, like teachers and things, although there was still heavy emphasis of like the goal for any woman, regardless of class or social status is still to get married and still to take care of a family. And yeah, I'm just, I'm taking a moment to sit with that because I think that even today in America for Filipinas born, you know, in the diaspora in the 21st century, that still rings true, even though there are all these examples, all these stories, all these narratives of people pushing back on that. You know, this show, for example, we try to showcase Filipinas that are in all different types of spaces, doing all different types of things with their careers, with their personal lives. You know, we don't put emphasis on either one. And it's just interesting to know as strong as our community is, how alive that those like cultural expectations still are, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I love both of your initial impression of the book. I feel like a little embarrassed, but I was a very overachiever about this. I did finish part one. <laughs> oh my God, and good for you. I did. I have to thank Siri though and Kindle because Siri reads for me. <laughs> I pretty oh, much I love it. Yeah, this is why I was asking you guys before we started. I was like, okay, can I access it via Kindle or Audible? Because yeah. if I can do Kindle, I, I'm actually glad it was available on Kindle because most of the books we were interested in, you have to buy like the physical textbook essentially. Yeah. But what I like about Kindle, at least for me, is I mean, one, Siri can read it for me. So thank you, AI. But two, I can highlight certain parts and I can find those highlights very easily. And so because I've read the whole part one, all I want to say is that my general take on the book so far is how seen I feel. And there you have it, a teaser into our book review for Little Manila is in the heart. Remember, we would love for you to join us and be a part of this discussion. Also remember, you don't have to read the book to hang out with us. (laughs) But if you do want to join us, whether you want to read the book with us or you just want to hang out with us, remember that you can buy us a minimum of one cup of boba when you visit us at buyusboba.com. And I'll have that in the show notes for you as well. We'd love to have you. We'll be happy to give you more information as soon as you decide to support us on biasboba.com by buying us at least one cup of boba. And we will give you the details on when we are going to be reviewing part one of Little Manila is in the Heart together. So if you want to hear the rest of our conversation, remember to join us on Chismas with Jen and Nani. You can have access to our private podcast show, Chismas with Jen and Nani, if you become a member on biasboba.com. So remember, there's a difference between being a supporter 
versus a member. A supporter is someone who, you know, chooses to support us by buying a one-time cup of boba, whereas a member is someone who wants to show us monthly support or annual support. And when you do that, when you do become a member, you get access to our private podcast show, Chismas with Jen and Nani as well. So we are going to be continuing this conversation on that private podcast show. It's available now. Go ahead and check that out, especially if you are already a member and you are already subscribed to Chismas with Jen and Nani. There might be a chance we do a live conversation or a live discussion about this on December 10th. Please be plugged into our newsletter. You can subscribe by checking out the show notes of this episode or checking out tforproject.com. That's T-F-A-W-Project.com. You'll find the details there on how you can subscribe to our show. But we will give you all the details as we get closer to the date. Right now, we're aiming for December 10 to have this book discussion. But who knows? Things might change because it's a holiday season. Also, it's Nani and I's birthday in December. So shout out to all the December babies. But yeah, please stay plugged into our newsletter and we'll be happy to give you all the details then so that you can join us live and be a part of that book discussion. So other than that, that's all the announcements I have today. We're going to continue our conversation on Christmas with Jen and Nani, as I mentioned. Happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving. You know that we're thankful for you so much that we released this episode during this holiday weekend. We love you all. We hope that you are, you know, spending time with your loved ones or however you're doing that this time of the year, especially as we're still trying to find that balance between what the new normal is. But yes, we appreciate you. We love you all. And we hope that you have a relaxing and safe holiday weekend. Goodbye for now. 